Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM and also 1450 AM WAOV in Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. On the line with me this morning, we have Nick Bregan, Director of Employment Engagement from Ivy Tech. Good morning. Morning, Ed. Thanks for having me on this morning. All righty. Okay, so I guess the uh, <laughs> first thing to ask you is what is employer engagement? Absolutely. So our employer engagement team is part of the broader Ivy Plus CareerLink team here at Ivy Tech Evansville. Um, we serve the southwest region here in southern Indiana. Um, those counties include Knox, Davies, Gibson, Pike, Dubois, Posey, Vandenberg, Warwick, Spencer, and Perry. I think that's all 10 there. Um, <laughs> I think you got the well, map covered. <laughs> yeah, we're there. Um, and so what we're tasked with doing is, is connecting with community and employer partners um, really to focus on how we can help build the workforce, how we can tap into uh, workforce development needs, industry needs, uh, and provide talent from our school uh, as well as maybe um, tap into some skills trainings to, to upskill the current workforce. What got this all started? I mean, is this something in the last couple of years that you've seen maybe in uh, just in the employment circles, or, or what got it going? Sure, no, this is a... a a tried and true practice that Ivy Tech's been doing for for decades. Um, career services in the higher ed space has been around for uh, decades as well. Um, so we're we're kind of like I said, part of that broader Ivy Plus Career Link office. So um, we're helping students develop uh, career readiness competencies, helping them discern majors and careers, and really make that pathway from college to career. Um, and then the thing that makes Ivy Tech unique. Um, is that we have that employer skills training component. So, um, again, just kind of getting out there and, and doing some assessments, seeing what's needed, and, and really doing what we can to, to meet community needs. Okay, so is this based on a curriculum that you set up? Or, or do you, I mean, let's say you go to an industry and they tell you, you know, we need more people that can um, do uh, repair computers. Right. You can take that information bring it back to Ivy Tech, do you incorporate that into a curriculum there at Ivy Tech, or, or how does that work? Um, kind of all of the above. So we can create customized, tailored courses specific to the needs of, of an employer. Um, we do that very frequently. We call it contracted training. So we'll go out, we'll meet with an employer, we'll hear what, their, uh, what skills gaps they're experiencing, and we can then um, show them course outlines of record for existing four-credit courses here that we offer, they can pick and choose learning objectives from those outlines, and then we can tailor a course specific to their needs. Um, likewise, if, say, they, they need somebody with AutoCAD training, we can get them connected through um, our academic units to do that. We can offer it in a traditional academic setting, um, or we can, again, create a customized, tailored class for them. And the other really exciting thing we're doing right now is we're exploring and expanding our offerings um, in industry cohort models. So sometimes we... Uh, we hear from a, an employer that, well, I have one employee that can do this, uh, that needs this training, and it's a little cost prohibitive just to send one. But if we know that there is a, a broader industry in the area um, and they're experiencing similar needs, we can put together an industry cohort and do that customized training um, for a group of, of 
uh, employees across different companies working in that same field. Okay, let's uh, let, let's back up. If you're a yeah. high school student and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to Ivy Tech and I'm going to study, I, I keep keep using the word computers, the, uh, some kind of electronics. All right. Yeah. Where do you come in eventually in this process? I mean, I'm, I, I meet with an advisor. They set up courses for me. I'm a student at Ivy Tech. I'm ready to go. When do you step in? Sure. So that traditional student's going to navigate Ivy Tech um, kind of through that credit pathway, the academic pathways. Um, what we do is a little different. We're working more with the non-traditional students, with the workforce-based students, um, we call them skills training. Maybe previously you might have heard of non-credit courses. Mm -hmm. um, so these would be those courses that don't have that, that academic credit tied to them. Um, but what we do is we create crosswalks for them. So if a student has um, so much instructional time, we call it seat time, um, if they've received a specific industry certification, um, there are ways to crosswalk those trainings over to that credited side uh, so that a student that is going through a skills training um, our goal is, is to get them excited about learning, get them excited about the industry, and expand that knowledge uh, through a credit pathway as well. Okay, here's the thing also that I, I think that uh, we, we need to, to look at. You, you, I'm glad you brought up the non-traditional student. I was totally off base. Now I get it. Now I get it. Do we get a lot of uh, people who are maybe are at a crossroads in life where they just hate their job, and I want to go somewhere new. I want to I become a truck driver. You know what? I know there are jobs out there, and I want to do it but I don't know how to get started. Can you help me? Absolutely, yeah. So that's, that's what we're here for, and we have uh, many students who, who find themselves at that crossroad that you so greatly described. So, um, you know, our, our students, they range from a high school student that's doing dual credit work. They're getting their, uh, their high school diploma and earning some college credit at the same time, all the way up to people uh, late in the workforce, uh, kind of before that retirement age that are looking to make a change. Um, and so what we offer here on our credit pathways, we have three different offerings. There is a certificate, which is generally a 15 to 18 credit hour program, uh, a technical certificate, which takes a little bit of a deeper dive. That's generally a 30 plus credit hour program. Uh, and then our traditional 60 credit hour, two year associates degree. Um, and so we, we help funnel students through those programs. Uh, in addition to what we call those skills training programs in industry certifications, uh, those skills trainings where maybe they just need a, a technical refresher or exposure to something. Um, you mentioned truck driving there. We have a very strong CDL program uh, that we run out of three locations here in the southwest region. Um, we do welding. We do all kinds of stuff. We're, we're talking a lot about trades and technology, but we're in uh, business administration, healthcare, education, um, early childhood uh, education. Uh, we have programs that kind of span pretty much any industry that you're interested in. Okay. All right. Let's go back now. What are some of the uh, skills trainings that you offer? Absolutely. So a couple things that I'm, I'm really excited about, something that's coming down the pike. We are introducing what we're calling the Ivy Plus IT Academy. It's a partnership with Google Career Certificates um, and the online platform Coursera. Um, this is something that we've just heard a lot from employers that we've been speaking with, some things that they've been interested in, um, cybersecurity, data analytics, digital marketing, IT support, pro, uh, project management, and then user experience design. So um, thinking about how we're kind of tapping into that future of technology and the intersection with business, um, that's something we're really excited about. 
We have the ServeSafe Manager class, which uh, for the, the food service industry is a, a key certification uh, in terms of food safety. Um, the CDL is another big program for us. A few things that we do that uh, are, are maybe a little bit less traditional. Um, we have a partnership with the, the Vandenberg County court, uh, Courts for Alive at 25, um, so we administer a defensive driving program. Um, but like I said earlier, yeah, we can do anything. We've done welding in the past. We've done um, basic computer skills. So for people that uh, maybe need a little extra help on that Microsoft Office, whether it's Excel or Word documents or managing their Outlook um, or just general navigation of computers, um, those are all some, some quick examples of things that we do in terms of that skills training. Okay, great, great. Let's uh... – uh, I guess this is still relatively, I know you said Ivy Tech's been new, doing this for years and years, but is it new that uh, you get involved more with the industry or the, you know, the outside industry or private sector than you have before? Oh, uh, yeah, we're really trying to focus uh, a little more broadly on that. That's something that's really been um, tasked with us. I think one of the things when I stepped in, and this is month five for me in this role, um, but one of the things that we've we've heard and we found is that Ivy Tech is is very well positioned in Evansville and Vandenberg County, um, but we are we are the Southwest region Ivy Tech, and so something that we've really been focusing on is expanding our relationships and and trying to get out and understand uh, the community needs for all ten of those counties that we referenced at the the beginning of the the talk here today, um, because we know that there's a lot of really strong industry in Southwest Indiana. Um, and there's there's some similarities across the different uh, counties, but there's also um, kind of the unique identity of each county as well. And so um, our goal is to get out there and really understand what those community needs are, what those industry and employer needs are, and see where we can kind of fill in those gaps and, and help meet those needs that are being addressed. Nick, how do you keep up with the changes? I mean, it seems like things change all the time. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, me personally, I rely heavily on technology myself. Yeah, okay, all um, right. Yeah. We, use, we use Salesforce to keep track of, of the, the people we're connecting with, but in terms of the programs we're offering, I mean, Ivy Tech does a really great job of, of teaching us kind of what's coming down the pipe so we can really connect. We do a good job of uh, our team specifically um, engaging in continuous learning, going out and having those meetings with employers. Uh, learning the lingo, learning what's going on, and, and, and then working with our subject matter experts here, our deans, our program chairs, our faculty to connect and really hear what's going on in the classroom and, and how that applies out in, in practice and in industry. Okay. Now, I did mention truck driving, and I guess it's on my list. I do want to go a little bit more into that. Uh, yeah. Basically, there are jobs available. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I was just working on a grant proposal uh, in a different for a, a specific county, and I think the, the data that we got from the Bureau of Labor Statistics just in a three-county region out of those 10 said that there were just over 1,000. I think it was 1,003 unique uh, truck-driving positions that have been posted since the beginning of the calendar year. Yeah. You know, when I guess when we deal with non-traditional students, I mean, that, that's a wide spectrum of ages. Right. You know, it could be somebody who, who uh, just got out of the military. It could be somebody who is semi-retired, who wants to get back in the workforce. I mean, it, it, there's all kinds of individuals that you will deal with. It's almost like you got to take it on a case-by-case, case, don't you, as far as 
the individual and what fits their needs because you know somebody who's in their 60s you know maybe don't have the math skills that is needed for a particular job but can they be trained absolutely yeah um each each student that we serve is is met as an individual um you know while stories may be similar no pathway is the same um, when we think about even just students that are in the same academic program if there are two uh, students studying accounting, they may take similar classes, they may have um, similar, uh, you know, papers that they're writing and projects that they're working on, um, but their stories are different, their lived experiences are different, um, what they come to us with, their, their you know, knowledge and experience and skills uh, all vary, uh, and if that's the same for somebody coming out of the military and looking for a career change or, uh, you know, someone who's wanting to, to jump back into the workforce or, or make some kind of um, new move, we know that each student comes with their own personal experience, uh, their own skills, their own abilities, uh, as well as areas where they have opportunities for growth. And so um, we work very closely with our instructors and everybody here on campus to really make sure um, that we're treating each student as an individual and meeting their unique needs. What does industry want the most of? What well, seems to be the common denominator? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it really depends on who we're talking to. I think looking at this 10-county region, a lot of what we're hearing is industrial maintenance, industrial uh, elect electrical, um, a lot of those, those IT, cyber, computer skills um, in terms of some, some quick technical skills. Um, the other thing we talk a lot about are soft skills or transferable skills, so problem solving, oral and written communication, uh, collaboration and teamwork. Those are some big ones we hear a lot as well. All right. It's, it's really, this is really a neat program because I'm thinking about different scenarios for people. And I guess the best thing to go to is you're, you're never too old to learn something new. And if you really want to learn it, and the opportunities are there. You know, this isn't like it was 20, 25 years ago where jobs are hard to find. You can find jobs, but you gotta be skilled, don't you? You gotta be trained. Is that, that's where you come in. Absolutely, yeah. There's, there's never, I, I like to say, with any student I'm working with, regardless of whether they're, they're in high school, coming out of high school, uh, mid-career, late career, uh, it's, it's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to learn a new skill. Um, and we talk a lot about planned happenstance. You know, when we say yes to something, when we take on a new training, when we learn a new skill, it opens up so many new doors for us. Um, and with the, the job market being the way that it is, with the abundance of jobs that are out there right now, um, most of them that we're seeing are looking for a specific technical skill. Um, and so that is exactly where we tap in. Um, and so we offer some other services here as well. Um, you know, we've talked about that employer side. We have skills assessment trainings, or sorry, excuse me, skills assessment testings that we can do through our testing services. So if there is uh, an employer or an individual who's wanting to understand um, what their what their skills what their skills are, where there might be gaps, um, there are specific testings that can be done in our testing center uh, where they can get some reports and learn maybe where they might want to brush up or learn some new things to meet industry needs. You know, we use the word skills. We use it a lot. But when we talk about skills, are there basic skills uh, right now that, uh, Nick, you're trying to, to push? or? Um, yeah, so one of, the, 
of the programs we're doing here, and this was uh, another kind of bit of information that I was uh, really surprised by when we were writing a, a grant just a couple weeks ago. Um, again, in, in three of our 10 counties, we saw that there were um, just under 14,000 adult individuals who have not earned their high school diploma or the equivalency. Um, so that's just the, the data that they're using. They identify that as 25 years or older um, without a high school diploma or that, that equivalency. Um, and so we work uh, very hard and are really proud of a, our adult basic education and English language learners program that we offer here. Um, it's grant funded by the Department of Workforce Development, uh, so it's completely free to the students. So for any of those people, um, those students who are looking to still complete that high school diploma or equivalency, um, we offer testing for that. We offer training for that as well. Um, and you know that includes basic literacy, math, social studies, kind of all of those things that we um, associate with high school. Um, and that's something that we found a lot too. Those those people that are looking to find those those high wage, high skill jobs um, are really needing to complete that high school equivalency before they can make that next step. So that's that's a big one for us. Um, and again, the other thing I think any anytime somebody can learn a technical skill for their field, um, whether it's business administration, whether it's you know uh, more of that labor and trade side of things, if it's cybersecurity and, and IT. Um, if it's healthcare, uh, you know we have a lot of students coming through CNA programs and, and looking to to prepare to be nurses and um, and technicians in the medical field. There's a lot of great opportunities uh, for students and prospective students to to really tap into something that's going to meet their needs. Nick, this may be a dumb question to ask, but I'll ask it. You you go through these? Do you just get a certificate? Is that right when you t complete a course or? So it, it depends on the program a student's going through. For our skills trainings, generally that's a certificate of completion because that's not tied to any academic credits, like a, a traditional uh, three-hour course, like if you think of, of higher education. Um, but it looks good it, on a resume, though. It looks good. Oh, on absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and and many of them are tied to to industry certifications. Um, so OSHA 10 is a big one in terms of safety um, in in the, the the labor and trade field. Um, and the, the other thing, like we were talking about earlier, crosswalking those over um, for these skills trainings, that's generally what happens. You can earn an industry certificate or certificate of completion, which absolutely, like you said, put that on a resume. It's going to be great. It's going to show an employer that you've earned some technical skills, that you are trainable, that you are um, excited about learning and growing as a professional and as an individual. Um, and then also, like we talked about earlier, we do have those certificates, technical certificates, and associate's degrees as well. And the really cool thing about those is they're stackable. So if a student wanted to come in and get a certificate in industrial maintenance, they could build upon that. They've already done their first you know, 15 or 18 hours, and they can tack on a few more hours and get that technical certificate or apply it to an associate's degree. So everything that we do, um, we look to find ways where students can convert that to um, additional certifications and additional opportunities for growth. Okay, I've never said this during an interview with Ivy Tech, but I guess I got to. If you're a student or if you're an industry interested in this, usually I just focus in on the students, but we've got to hit businesses too on this because they are affected. I mean, oh, get, absolutely. get a hold of you. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah, the best absolutely. way? Um, so, yeah, you can give me a call directly here. I can get you connected. So we have a really great team. We have employer consultants who get out and meet with the employers. We have program managers who help design and develop and administer those classes. 
Um, we have a talent connection manager who, um, one thing we haven't talked about, if you're looking to hire interns, if you're looking to hire part-time or full-time employees, um, we do it all. We have the job boards, we have career fairs, we have internship opportunities, um, everything that you think about in terms of connecting employers with students and talent, um, we do that for you here. Um, so you can give us a call here. My direct line is 812-492-0269, uh, and I'm happy to, to speak with you or get you connected with the right person who can help uh, get your program designed. Okay. I tell you what, appreciate your time, Nick. Sounds like you guys got things really going down there at Ivy Tech. And Absolutely. It's exciting. It is, especially for non-traditional students. I mean, this is right. great to hear. All right. You're never too old to learn, are you? No, no, not at all. Okay. Hey, appreciate your time today. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Ed. All righty. Stay tuned. More of the Morning Chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast.